Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. This episode is sponsored by Korski. Does your career school track student attendance and skills using pen and paper? If so, you may be experiencing delayed and inaccurate data, resulting in late R2, T4 calculations, tedious backtracking to verify student data, and students dropping out unexpectedly. With Korski's revolutionary mobile attendance solution, you can instantly collect student attendance in any environment, whether online, on ground, or off-site and view data in real time through simple dashboards. CourseKey also integrates with your SIS and LMS to eliminate updating records by hand and let your instructors and admins focus on what matters most, your students. Visit CourseKey.com to learn why over 200 career college campuses trust CourseKey to increase their retention, compliance, and efficiency. That's www.CourseKey.com. So let's get to our next guest. Hello and welcome to the Skill Trades Career Series on Imagine America Radio, where today we're going to focus specifically on skill trade careers. Joining us today is Jim Bologa, President and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute. Today we'd like to discuss the future of electrician careers. As a leading provider of education in electrical technician programs, we're very pleased to have Jim join us today, and we're also very honored to be showcasing Porter and Chester. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here today. Hey, it's good to see you again. Hey, let's Same start here. out by the, giving the listeners just some basic, base, basic information on electrical technicians. Can you be, briefly explain to us what they do on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, I think just simply put, um, electricians are tasked with repairing, installing, and maintaining uh, control systems, lighting, communications, and electrical power. In, in factories, businesses, and homes. And so there's an aspect of new construction that they're involved in, as well as maintaining existing construction. So again, you know, they're, they're the folks who are basically taking the, uh, um, the, the electrical grid and, and taking all of the applications that we use in a high voltage manner and connecting us uh, to, that, uh, to that electrical grid. Very cool. Uh, now that we have a better understanding of what an electrician does, can you briefly explain the career opportunity for electrical technicians? And what does the Bureau of Labor Statistics say about the demand for electrical technicians in Connecticut? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at just broadly speaking, um, uh, you know, elect the electrical uh, field is growing because everything that we're doing uh, somehow is connected to electricity. So, so when you look at the data, the data suggests that from 2020 to 2030, there's a, a projected growth rate of about 9%. And so that translates into about 85,000 job openings um, you know, across the country. And, and, and I, would, I would simply also suggest that, um, again, as um, we're seeing more and more things become electrified, you know, having that electrical experience is becoming important in a lot of different areas, not necessarily just in, you know, the connectivity between the grid 
in factories and business offices and homes, but also we're, you know, we're seeing more electric and electric cars, electric trucks. The field itself is expanding quite a bit. Yeah, that's a good point. And something that our listeners should think about is this, like you mentioned, electric cars. I think everybody knows and they see the Teslas all over the road and the Priuses and the hybrids, and it's definitely moving in that, in that direction. So that's a great point that you brought up. But uh, now that we know electricians are in high demand, um, I have sort of a three-parted question for you. Number one, should someone go to school to learn to become a technician or electrician? And what would you say to someone that said, well, I can just learn how to be an electrician through an apprenticeship program. You know, why should I get a more formal education like the one offered at Porter and Chester? Uh, yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, uh, we are, are really excited about our program. Our program uh, allows a, a prospective student to uh, basically get all the skills that they need in, in, in 12 months. And so what we um, do with our students is, you know, they, they enroll in our program and 12 months later, they're generally going to work for an electrical contracting firm. And then what happens then is they start building um, their on-the-job apprenticeship hours that they need before they can sit for their uh, journeyman's license. So, so generally throughout um, the country, there's a, a, a multi-year apprenticeship that a person needs to go through. And so, for example, in Connecticut, you know, our students have to go through a four-year apprenticeship. Other states also have, you know, a four-year apprenticeship uh, requirement. So again, if we spend, call it 2,000 hours a year working, you know, you need to get 8,000 hours of on-the-job training underneath a licensed uh, electrician. And then, you know, they vouch obviously for your experience and your time, and then you can sit for your exam and, um, and become you know, a, uh, a journeyman or, and then subsequently you can move on to some other licenses as well. Um, so, so again, it's a, uh, it, it, it's a field uh, and it's a career that is in, in really high demand. And um, again, we're excited about it. Um, we've got uh, um, uh, really, really uh, very uh, cool industry modeled labs where we train our prospective students. And so we're, we're really, really excited about this program. Great. And um, I think you said it's 12 months long. It is 12 months. Okay. So in a year, got it. All right. Now, if I'm a student and I'm interested in electrician program, what are a few things that I should be looking for? Because it seems to me, and you mentioned this earlier, the equipment that the students are working on should be up to date. Um, but what else is important? Is it that yeah, the school I mean, is accredited and relationship with employers? So what would you say? Give me a yeah. checklist. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I were looking, what I would first do is one, make sure the school is accredited uh, through ideally a national accreditor. Um, uh, we are, we're accredited through ACCSC, which is a, a national accreditor, they accredit our institution. Uh, two, I, I, would, I would take a look at, um, I would take a look at the length of the program. Um, you know, how quickly can you get in and out of school because of the opportunity costs there. Um, and then I would look at, um, I would go and take a look at their labs you know, go and take a look at the physical labs where you're going to be learning. Um, and again, uh, you know, I think if you were to come into our labs, you'd be really impressed because what we've been able to do is uh, we've designed commercial environments, industrial environments, and residential environments. So if you were to walk into one of our industry model labs, you could walk into the residential where you would be able to work on a two-story um, stick house within, within our, our campus. Conversely, you'd be able to walk into the um, commercial lab and you'd be working with the materials that you would be exposed to 
in the real world when you go out and work, say, in an office building uh, or possibly in a factory. Um, and you'll be dealing with different building materials. And, and so, again, what we're doing is, you know, training folks in a hands-on way um, uh, to uh, replicate what they're actually going to experience first day on the job. And then, um, and then I would also say that the, the method of delivery of education, you know, has been changing a little bit with COVID. And, um, and again, we've moved um, our electrical program to uh, what we believe is the best of both worlds, lecture online in, 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 in hands-on training in our industry modeled labs on ground. So students in our programs will generally spend um, a few days lecture online, and then they'll come to our campus uh, for two days, uh, two 12-hour days. So they'll spend about 12 hours, 13 hours on lecture, and then they'll spend about 12 hours um, on campus doing hands-on uh, training. So again, that's, you know, we, we found that to be really uh, important. And again, um, our students, um, uh, we encourage all of them that they've got to do schoolwork every day. Uh, they just don't have to actually physically come to the school every day. And so it's worked out well, uh, you know, for them with that time of day flexibility. And then lastly, I would just, um, you know, in terms of employment, yeah. um, you know, all of the folks who, uh, all the mm -hmm. prospective students who come to our school, I mean, what we're trying to assess is, you know, um, they're not only being able to benefit from the material that, um, that they are going to be presented and they can graduate, but more importantly, are they employable and are they open to that? And is that the reason they're coming for the education? And so I would say that, um, you know, we, we have um, a large, a large group of employers, yeah. uh, literally they call us, I, I mean, I get, I get phone calls, you know, every week from employers uh, in the electrical field, HVAC field, plumbing field, uh, welding field, again, low voltage, electronics field, auto field. I mean, we get in terms of the skilled, the skilled trades, I mean, we're getting employers calling us, um, you know, every week and, you know, and we're working with companies like, you know, um, uh, Raytheon. You know, their Pratt and Whitney uh, group is uh, looking at, you know, trying to, again, get skilled labor into the manufacturing world. I mean, we're uh, we're talking recently with Lockheed Martin, another another sort of household name. Um, and uh, and again, a lot of a lot of the sort of well-known brand name companies out there, as well as, you know, the regional companies and even some smaller companies, you know, those employers are, you know, they're trying to replace their workforce right now. And, um, and again, you know, they're, they're having situations where some of their employees are getting sick with COVID. They may not be able to return to work. They've got folks who decide to retire. Um, they actually have more work than they know, they know what they can do with right now. So they, there's, a, you know, there's the organic growth in their markets as well. So, uh, so those, are, those are the things uh, that I would encourage, you know, uh, prospective students and their families to take a look at, those, those four, four or five things. So, so Jim, let me, let me just summarize. One is accreditation, absolutely critical. Porter and Chester across the board is accredited, nationally accredited by, I think you said ACCSC. Am I, am I right That's with this? Correct. That's correct. Second yep. thing I hear is you should be looking at uh, state-of-the-art or at least very modern uh, educational environment where you're going to be going into working on the most up-to-date stuff so that when you come out, when you graduate, you're going you're gonna to be working with people that are expect you to have that experience. Third thing I hear that I hear you say is relationships with employers, which is that's where the rubber meets the road. The mom and the dad are saying, okay, we're spending this money for junior to go. What's junior going to do, right? What's, what's, where's junior going to be doing when he gets done? And then finally that a whole opportunity cost. We can get, you can get, you can get them 
in and out and employed in a period of time that's a reasonable 12 to 15, 16 months where they're going to be making money, not spending money on their education. Would that be a fair summary? And, and, and lastly, Bob, I would just add that our, our education delivery model, this hybrid yeah. or blended model, you. provides, you know, provides um, the student and their families with you know, time of day flexibility. You know, yeah. They have to do their schoolwork every day. But again, you know, we, we believe that this is you know, the model of the future that are going to help folks integrate their education into their life, their, their, their family life, their work life. And any other aspects of their life that they're they're you know they're having to sort of deal with today. Yeah, I, that's a great point. I think there's also a student expectation of that now that it's going to be more of a hybrid that kind of a delivery after what we've all been going through. Now, now Lee and I here at Imagine America, we talk to parents and guidance counselors on a very very regular basis. And most for the most part, what they're trying they're looking for us to part is is to get information that they can convey to their students, their, their family members about good careers and what, what it takes to be successful in this particular career. So in the elect electrical career, what do you think are the two or three most important personality traits that an individual should have if they're looking at this particular career choice? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I would encourage students who are going into this field, one, uh, you have to have an open mind and you, you have to be open to change and innovation. You know, as we continue to uh, go through, I'll, I'll call it the electrification of, of, of sort of our world. Um, I, you know, I would just say a willingness to continue to learn and grow. I think that's what we hear from employers. Um, we also hear students uh, need to work on their soft skills or their communication skills. So again, that's another thing that I think, um, you know, as long as a prospective student has an open mind, you know, again, uh, I think employers are looking for, for students not only to have that technical skill uh, and a willingness to continue to learn and grow, but also to, to, to have those professional skills or those, those soft skills uh, where they can actually, if they have to interact with their fellow employee or interact with a customer, that they're able to do that. Um, and, then, and then lastly, you know, I would just say that, you know, uh, what, we, what, what we hear from employers are or we, you know, they want folks who are excited about, um, really excited about becoming an electrician, yeah, yeah. you know, and um, that, you know, that, that, that tends to help, you know, them, you know, in terms of build, you know, a good culture and, you know, having, having, you know, younger, and it doesn't have to be younger, but I'm just simply saying having, you know, um, you know, some of these younger folks who are coming out of high school uh, come into the workforce and just having that sort of thirst or that excitement um, to, uh, really want to be, you know, an electrician. And, 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 and I think that goes a long way, you know, in, in building, um, you know, good work environments, uh, you know, for, for, for the, you know, the internal customers as well as the external customers. Well, you got us interested. Okay. So now, now this is your opportunity. What's the, what's the appropriate uh, path? If someone is interested in electric electrician careers, they want to talk, they like, they like what they hear from you on Porter and Chester and YTI. Where should they go and what should they expect from you? Yeah, I mean, what, what I'd encourage everybody to do is go, go check out our website, www.porterchester.edu. Uh, there's information on the website for students to apply. And then once they get into the application process, what we've done is we've actually digitized that process. But that doesn't mean that um, the students you know, aren't going to necessarily talk to somebody. Uh -huh. 
we're we're willing to communicate with the student however they want to communicate yeah. so if a student wants to text or a student wants to have an old-fashioned phone call or a student wants to have a zoom meeting or um or or communicate via email and if the students want to come to the campus and check out you know our industry model labs which which many of them are brand you know relatively brand new um you know we we would encourage all of those communication uh methods um because again we want to meet students and the families where they're at and uh, so that's why we're providing all that and then they, and we do have some students who decide that um they communicate with us back and forth in text and they just they they complete the the application process online by themselves um and they don't really need our help but but what we generally find is most families do have questions yeah, and, uh, sure. and again we're here we're here to help um in 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 any way um that makes the most sense for us to communicate with prospective students and their families yeah however they want to kick the tires a porter and chester you you'll want to have them whether it's text email voicemail you want to come in and see it that's fine come on in kick the tire see you see what see what we're all about right absolutely hey jim we, we we've had a great episode uh speaking on behalf of lee we want to thank you jim beloga president and ceo of porter and chester for joining us today talking about electrician careers for more information we'd encourage you to go to the porter and chester and the yti websites jim is already giving that information on behalf of the imagine america foundation and imagine america radio we want to wish every all of our listeners a great day. Thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.